Coming up in this episode of the KitCast, we find the Cracker Jack version of Lip Balm, a way to create sync space, and Marcus Rocco wants to go to the moon. All that more coming up, so sit back and relax. It's time for the KitCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KitCast, the podcast where we go out and we tell you if you should back or track or sack cool projects. I am KT Data, and joining me is an amazing man who is right now in his moment of zen, but next week he will be going through trials and tribulations, so everybody wish him luck, the one and only Drew Tyler. How are you doing, Drew? Wait, what's next week? What do I not know about? <laughs> you mean when I go through Yeah, yeah when you go through all the stuff, I'm like... <laughs> I'm out That's of right. the I'm out of the academic scene. So I don't Yes, this about. is the week that that I sit back and and just laugh maniacally as the students struggle to get things done and then next week I dive into this big pile of crap that they hand in and kind of sort my way through it and hand out letters <laughs> that mean something. Hey, nice job. Here's a B. Take it home, put it on your mantle. Yeah, that's what I do. So I'm excited. I like this time of year a lot. I love to have things kind of wrapped up and plus the uh but I don't, I don't know, professors. We we have a pretty good deal. Like we get we get a full twelve month paycheck, but we only really teach nine months out of the year. And in between the the two semesters, there's like a, an extra month. So really, it's like eight months of work. It's true. It's true. You it doesn't are, pay great, but it's but it's a nice it's a nice ah, breather all the time. You're you're probably the first teacher I've ever heard say that. That I, that I love that. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I love I love to be able to say like and I think it's probably because of my ADD. I can do something for like 14 <laughs> weeks at a time and just at the time I'm like, man, this is getting to be a little drag. And then I'll be like, oh, one more one more week and I can switch it up for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But it's all good. Yeah. I I think this is podcast is proof to your students that professors do leave their offices and do other <laughs> Get things. Out and do other things. It's true. I do other things. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, but people don't believe you. It's true. Because, um, like, have you ever had that moment where you're like at a local grocery store or something, and you're, you know, just shopping for whatever you need to pick up for dinner, and you just run into a student and you just like stare at each other. <laughs> it's like, wait, you. Uh, the other day, I was at City Creek of all places, and I'm going down the escalator with three of my kids, and another professor was going up, and I was like, whoa. We both exist outside of <laughs> the university. That's gotta be, I, I didn't even think about that. That must be like even more awkward. Yeah, that was really, really weird. I was like, this is, wow. Happy holidays. <laughs> so, hey, welcome to the show. I'm yeah. excited to be here. So, yeah, welcome to everybody who's watching the show. All you guys in the chat room, I love you all. I, I really do. I really do. And all Are you guys, they alive? Because I yeah. haven't seen them chat yet. Hey, say something. <laughs> Somebody say something, damn it. So, yeah. yeah, it's good to see him. Yeah, and all you guys who listen after the fact, I love all of you, too. If I could yes. go give a hug to every single one of you, I would. Um, but I'm, it's cost prohibitive. I'm, I apologize. The um, time will come. I think when we when we launch a Patreon or something, then one of the tiers could be a personal hug. Me, me flying out yeah. to your location and just I will personally hug, hug that, you. <laughs> you know, if you don't think that is creepy, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's well worth the yeah. effort. It's well worth it. Um, and for all you new people, welcome to the show. Um, and like I said at the top of the show, we go out, find cool projects, bring them back, and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. It's all exciting. So, Drew, um, it's been a while since we have actually had a normal episode. We've always had some kind of interview or guest been on, fun. The, on the show. So this is Excited like up. we're going back to KitKast Classic. <laughs> on there, you know? Welcome to the KitKast <laughs> Classic. And then, of course, Love we it. have news. Love it. 
and it being around the holidays, there are really not that much news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but I did find some some things. Um, so Drew, I, I know you host a little bit cast. Mm-hmm. Do you know who uh, Peeler Molino is? You sound like it's spelled really funky, right? <gasps> yeah, yep. it's, I, I do. I do indeed. Um, he actually is. He 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 made one of my favorite game series, the Fable series. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's why I know him, right? He's also done um, Populous Dungeon Keeper, like way back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. I mean, he's well known for making good games. Uh-huh. His last mm-hmm. game that he made was called Goddess, and he actually crowdfunded it. Yeah, funded it on there, and um, he did an interview with Tech Radar about it. And one of the things he said that is Kickstarter is a can be a destructive force that actually damaged his game, Goddess. Oh, really? And one of the quotes that came out of this article was, if I had my time again, I wouldn't do Kickstarter at the start of development. Um, I I wanted to make sure people heard the part where he said start of the the development. Um, And then the article goes on to talk about how when you first start, you know, it's just a conceptual game. You haven't really got much of the development and stuff. You have that urge to overpromise what you're delivering. And... One of the things I like to remind people is in the Kickstarter, you know, Kickstarter school that you can go through, they always say under promise over deliver. Yeah. Um, which on it's good so, business practice across the board. Yeah. I mean, because things happened where he had during during his project that he had to introduce a lot of unpopular features. Like I think there was a pay to win feature that you could actually do in the in the game and stuff. And people did not like that at all. No, no. We um, talked about little BK. That's just pay to win is like. Not yeah, it's anti everything. It's just it's just wrong. Yeah. So um, I I mean I mean, but he makes a good point, and I brought up this article not for it to be negative, but to you know tell people because we see a lot of projects, um, like a lot of projects, um, and one of the things that I see common is they're not well planned out projects, or they're 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 just you know they're telling you something that is way over ambitious and you're like are they really going to get that i mean you know you like, and i were talking about one right before yeah, the show yeah the one it's called blaine on indiegogo and they claim to have this egg machine well i don't know what stage it's in right now but it does sound like a fantastical what the hell kind of idea they want to make this like uh what do they call high hologram maker for your house so that you can be a part of this hologram system and put it in your house and you could have like a virtual dj you could have a virtual boxing match anyway yes i would have snoop dogg show up or um (laughs) so i was looking at it i was like this is you there's no way no you're not gonna get this done so that's just me yeah um so it's it's just a reminder to all you project creators out there plan 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 if you're listening to this show this is actually probably a good start because we do mention a lot of these things and i you know i hope it's helpful to you um and doing lots and lots of research out there and you know there are tons of research resources out there that actually will help um start your own kickstarter project and plan it really well you know that's it's 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 not i I tell people this because people just assume i actually found a project um that essentially this 18 year old girl put up because she wanted to meet her boyfriend that she's never met in real life oh i saw that um very you know i was like wow talk about not planning at all i mean she had one one tier and then that was to donate the full amount and it was limited to one so that was the only tier you could donate to and that that was exclusive to being only one of one (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) took the crowd out of crowdfunding um (laughs) on there so 
you know that that's that's one thing to think about as drew just <laughs> totally almost dies on us wow um, <laughs> my diffuser happens to be a piece of paper yeah um, <laughs> all right so on, on to our second piece of news right there is double news um, week on TechCrunch. they discovered this really interesting thing on one of the projects, it's, the project is called the Olive, and it's a stress management wearable, so sort of like a pebble for stress management. Hmm. On there, but they noticed on there, or somebody actually tipped them off, that there is actually a option on there for you to pay fifteen dollars on top of what you're normally going to um, back for a perk, and it is insurance. So if the Olive doesn't deliver within three months of their estimated delivery date, you get your money back. This seems strange. Um, so, so you buy insurance, but on but it's not the it's not the all of people who are going to be paying you back. It's Indiegogo on there. So that's and that's, that's some, and that's an oh my yeah. So it, it, it's kind of big right now. This is the only project that I know is is testing out because it's, it's a beta thing. Um, when TechCrunch reached out to them, they uh, pretty much said um, Indiegogo regularly develops and tests new features to meet the needs of both funders and campaign owners. This pilot test is currently limited to this individual campaign. Um, mm. So, the, you know, they're trying it out, but think about it, crowdfunding insurance. Because that is one of the biggest things that you hear about these projects is like, how do, how do I know I'm going to get this? Right, or, right. You know, and throwing 15 bucks extra is like, you'll get your money back. Do you get the 15 bucks? No, that's I don't think insurance. you get the 15 bucks You get back. the 129 back or yeah. whatever. So I I don't know how do you feel about this Drew I think it's big it it is if it picks up and I'm a little I'm just wondering where Indiegogo where they think they have the ability to do this I guess and obviously they know their numbers and they know how how this might work and and I'm glad that they're trying it out in this manner where it's like hey let's try it on this one project that we think will go good and then we'll you know we may see it spreading so I'm glad they're starting it kind of small to test the waters with it. As a concept, it certainly has a little bit of a it's a little bit of a head scratcher. It almost feels like they're not pandering, but kind of playing to the the newer crowd of crowdfunding. Those of us that have known about it for a long time, we realize that we're supporting a project and we're hoping that it happens. And it's nice to be promised a reward tier, but as we know, sometimes that doesn't happen, and we just have to say well, that was my chance to play angel investor at this level, and it didn't work <laughs> out. You know, so I guess at some point maybe they're they're trying to kind of help out folks that that do need that peace of mind. Um, I'm trying to figure out what they get out of it. What would Indiegogo? Well, get they're out? getting they're getting more people to donate the project, so the more because likely they, they, they fund, the more likely they're going to get their five percent. Because they, because uh, uh, maybe okay, so it's a long round of okay. And and I'm pretty sure they're betting on the insurance policy where people more people are going to buy the insurance policy than they're going to have to pay out. And so then they, they, they yeah okay. I don't know. I hope I. I guess I'm, I'm still on the fence. I don't know that I hope to see it across the board because it's really. I don't get extra insurance when I rent a car. I don't. I'm not an insurance guy. I'm a gambler. That's what I am. <laughs> you, you like to live on the wild side. You yeah. Here first, guys. <laughs> um, but so I mean, I, I I like the idea. If if anything, it's showing that Indiegogo is trying to have some responsibility on it, which mm-hmm. is the exact opposite of Kickstarter. So it's done things to just say we're not, you know, they're, they're laissez-faire essentially. We're like, that's all on you guys um, on there. So like, I mean, that's going to help differentiate them because that's the problem is there's a lot of crowdfunding networks out there, platforms out there. um, And it's hard to kind of 
tell the difference between all of yep. them on there. Yeah. And this this could maybe one way where they might be drawing some people from Kickstarter over. Um, you know, so it's true. It's true. On that. All right. So our last bit of news of the night is this article that I found on digitaltrends.com. And they were talking about how Kickstarter is great for um, the titles. Kickstarter is great for coolers and terrible for feature films. So I'm like, okay, I'm, oh. I'm, 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 a, I'm a little curious about this considering uh-huh. that I think films are one of the more popular categories yes. on Kickstarter. Yes. Um, and it's and, and, and it's a good thing because, uh, honestly, films, documentaries, you usually have people that are behind it, that love the idea, that want to see it happen. And this is a nice way to kind of collect them all in one place monetarily and say, great, thanks for your support. I'm going to go make it now. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm interested yeah. in this article. So, so this article goes in and talks about um, how Kickstarter works for devices and things. But for movies such as Veronica Mars and um, I Wish I Was Here, which is Zach Braff's movie, mm-hmm. on there mm-hmm. saying that it is actually a little harder for them to fund um, because you have to target to a specific um, group of people for, you know, Veronica Mars fans, of course, and Zach Braff fans um, to focus on those. Or you have to... You know, to be able to do that, and it's that they they say that's one of the problems with it, and the other problem with it is that a lot of these projects they don't think about distribution, right? Either, which is a di- separate step. Which both of these movies that I just mentioned, they didn't offer movie tickets on any of the tiers. Veronica Mars managed to offer a download because the distribution was handled by a different company, and they had signed the deal. Uh huh. Right. Right. That, it was um, done deal. Right. On there, and they also mentioned that. Um, the pro the movie projects that tend to do well is documentaries and um, short films that don't rely on being in the theater to make money on there, um, right? On there, and, but they say for like big budget movies and things like that, it's not a good place to go. Um, and and to me, I, I I think the article brings up what I think is the power of crowdfunding is finding those niche markets, those markets where you know your hardcore fans are and are willing to shell out money for um, to make your film instead of trying to do the mass market approach. Um, I, I don't know, Drew. You, 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 I mean, you teach this in your class about you know traditional news versus kind of this new emerging blogosphere type where it's kind of more targeted. Um, how do you how do you Excellent. feel about this? How do I feel about this? Um, let me enlighten you. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get this thing taped up. It's a beautiful look. If it stay up. So here's what I feel. I think that overall, the um, you're right. Documentaries work well because what you've got is a place to find find like people, get them behind a project, and move them forward and have the, you know have a place kind of a repository to put their their donations or monies. Bigger films, where especially like the Veronica Mars and otherwise that have the I don't know, kind of the pop culture behind them, and people are jumping on because it's it's a neat way. For me, the the, the bonus is that you kind of can circumvent the the Hollywood machine, right? You can get something done and say, "Here, are the people like this. Let's let's make it happen." Um, so I'm, I I I don't know. I have no I have no problem with that, and I don't mind. You know, the article does go a little bit into like you have to go, you know, thirty bucks before you even get to see the movie on top of everything. So you know, that's way more than a normal movie ticket. But for me, it's the behind the scenes that I think I would be pledging for. I love to keep track of things on a on a blog or a secret PDF that kind of comes out as a as installment. I love the behind the scenes, and so I would pay that much to say, yeah, let me watch you create this. Let me be with you on set, and then when you have that online screening. 
I don't care that it's not like in my city and I get to go sit in the seats to watch it in the theater. I was there for the creation of the project in the background. And now sure. I'll, I'll show up online and, and do my, uh, the, you know, the special screening that I, that I backed. So for me, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, I, it's not an issue for me, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't you, care that I don't get a real movie ticket. What yeah. the hell? I just want to—I want to help you get it made, and I'll get to see it eventually. Yeah, I, I mean, even the line that you said to me, as I see that, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm thinking that is actually a well-designed crowdfunding project. Because the part, of the, this is the problem where people are thinking crowdfunding is a store, is because they're thinking how much is it going to be co- cost right. versus wise. I mean, if they charge these tiers at cost and let you watch the movie. There would be no money to make the movie, right? Right. <laughs> On there, I mean, this is why I tell people: if you're going to do a T-shirt, it better be at a minimum fifty dollars. It does not cost fifty dollars to make a T-shirt. I can guarantee you that. But but if, if you do you, it at twenty, if you do it at fifteen, yeah, you're... you just ate up all your profits. You're yeah. like you made five bucks off that T-shirt. Is yep. that five bucks really going to take you to the point where you can actually make a movie or something? Finish the movie yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so uh, this this is probably a good time to tell you that uh, I've been working with a, with a couple of guys to start. We're just in the beginning stages of of starting our own Kickstarter to launch a to do, to do a documentary about the most exciting thing you've ever seen. So I'll I'll pre announce it here. <laughs> Even more exciting than that. I'll pre announce it what? here and then. And then and then we can update it every show. We can kind of give you the feedback. Ooh, on we're, we're gonna we're gonna get like the inside view. Yeah, like this be the inside view of Drew yes, Tyler. Yes. Oh. So, uh, me and a couple of guys are are um, planning on doing a documentary on get this livestock auctions. I know it's gonna be fantastic. Wow! So we had a great meeting today. We've we've met a couple of times with an executive producer who's gonna kind of help us get into the community. But here's the kind of the hook of the whole thing, and I'll tell you more as we go along the years in the in the months to come. But basically, uh, a very small county, very small town up northern Utah that has uh, the like the most participation in a, in a youth livestock auction and in this very small town with like maybe 10,000 people in the area maybe 12,000 people they raised nearly a million dollars at their county fair for those youth livestock so it's uh, it's uh, right th- that's with an m right it's a million yeah over a million dollars isn't that crazy <laughs> so they that's... so it, the way it works you know you get you pick up a lamb sometime in the spring and then as the, as the kids you know in the 4H they go and they spend all summer feeding the lamb and fattening it up and getting it ready to show and then they take it to the auction and the different people around the community bid on it and they'll buy the lamb for whatever they want feeding or studying or whatever they do f- you know for a couple hundred but for some reason this particular community uh has this fantastic just long rich history of of giving back and of making this like ginormous you know uh, gift i guess almost like encouraging the, the youth not only to like maintain their agriculture roots but also gives them money for college and all this other stuff so anyway we're going to explore that story and, and hope that it turns out really nicely so i will let you know on our kickstarter kickstarter side of things how we how we get going are, are we going to have your beautiful voice as the uh um overdub yeah it will <laughs> It'll yeah. be like this. You'll see kids like running out into the in the cold with their boots on, like watering the lambs, and you'll hear my voice. Johnny never thought that he'd be up at three a.m. watering the <laughs> lambs. This is a hard moment for him. Let's watch as he breaks down and cries. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure people would uh, pay for that, you know. Or you can do it Ken Burns style, where you get all the different voice actors to come in. I just <laughs> talk about it. 
I'm excited about it. It's going to be a great story. We talked to the, the kind of the, the lead auctioneer guy from the for the 4H, like the guy that's kind of over this thing that's happened for the last 20 years, and uh, he's he's excited as well. The reason why we think it's a great great for Kickstarters because obviously if if this community is putting in that much money to to get these you know to get this to, to get the kids that are doing the livestock auction to to succeed, we think that they'd love to hear that story told in a more permanent voice and so we think that we have kind of a target audience already for for sponsorship and otherwise to kind of keep basically get we talk about it rev the engine and get the mm-hmm. kickstarter running and we think that we can we can use the community to kind of get up to a manageable level of of pledges uh, as we push forward out you know into a wider network um not your typical demographic for Kickstarter, the yeah. agricultural scene, but we're going to try it, so I'll keep you posted. Yeah, and you know that way you can come back and answer these questions, like how do you design your tiers? You know, are you going to actually have a physical yeah. screening, or how are you exactly. going to figure all that stuff out? I'm excited exactly. now. All exactly. right, all right, Drew. So um, hey, we have projects. Yeah, let's let's jump into those projects. Okay, so this is a, this is kind of a problem. Winter is coming here in Utah, and <laughs> we of course live in a desert. And one of the biggest things in Utah is you know keeping your lips. From chapping and drying out and cracking and making pain, you know, it's painful. It's um, yes. On there. So, you know, the easiest way is usually keeping lip balm or a chapstick somewhere in your pocket, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. How many and times? And keeping it away from your three year old. Yeah. How many times do you ever use a stick of lip chapstick before you lose it or you can't find it again? <laughs> I should go and get it, but I have from the It's Sugar store, I have a, uh, it looks like a Tootsie Roll, but it's about <laughs> a foot and a half, two feet tall, and it's stuffed full of chapstick because whenever i need one i just pull one out and it disappears <laughs> so i have like all these flavors i'll just reach in and grab one and yeah because i know i'm gonna lose all right. it all right would you be less inclined to lose your chapstick if it had a prize at the bottom Ooh, um, a prize yeah. like like a cracker jack style yeah or that, yeah exactly so like when you- i might Yes. So, so I might like keep that around. They like, put it on the desk and, and make that dedicated chap spot. Yeah. yeah. So our first project is called uh, Chaprizi, if I remember right, on there. It's and, not Chap Prize. Uh, Chaprizi is yeah, pretty Chaprizi, funny. If, <laughs> if I, Chaprizi. I, I, on there. Um, and one of the things I didn't even notice until after I picked this project is it's in Provo, Utah. Um, oh, really? So filmmaker might have gone to school with you, Drew. Who, who knows? It's awesome. there, it, it is actually a funny video, and that's what actually convinced me um, that, that to actually go with this um, on there. And essentially, that's what it is. It's a chapstick, and at the bottom, there's a prize on there. Um, there's two versions of it. So there's the premium version, mm-hmm. and then there's the regular version. The premium version has a – or the regular version has a prize that is worth – um, at least a dollar. Right? <laughs> the premium one is a bigger chapstick, and it has prizes that are you know a dollar and above on there. Mm. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, I I I, I I like the video on here. The idea is a little bit on eh, me, just because I know I'd still lose a chapstick, and that would anger me even more because I know I would have <laughs> lost at least a buck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, um, the video is great because he shows you like right at the end he pulls out and there's like a dollar at the bottom. Oh, he actually <laughs> stuffed a dollar into the yeah. So, like, yeah, all of them will have some kind of prize, like iTunes gift cards or um, or iTunes downloads and things like that. In the this is there, so. amazing. So, you, I I think that would incentivize me to not lose, or at least not let the th- well. Maybe I would give it to three year old because she like eats the whole chapstick still, like sticks her finger in there. So maybe she get to the prize first yeah. for me, and I'd like, yeah. he bring it back when you're done. He, he, he addresses that too at the end. <laughs> he says, "You're you're um, it's like." 
well, you you'd have to waste the whole stick of chapstick, you selfish, um, ungrateful <laughs> ingrate. <laughs> if you just wanted the prize on there, um, the only thing is, I'm not sure about their math. Oh, oh. <laughs> if if you look at their screen on here, you see that um, there's a five. The regular one is five dollars. Right oh, actually, yeah, that that makes sense now. And then seven dollars for the premium on there. But if you're an early backer and there's two hundred of these left, um, if you want to get the premium, you can get it for five dollars right now. Um, so that means you, you'd at least Which level is that the, the? Oh, I see it. I yeah, see it now. It's right there. So, um, I mean, if you're if you're if you're in the market for that, that's that's great. Apparently, I can't read. <laughs> but that makes sense that that they're they're trying to, to get the the traction going by saying hey jump on real quick we'll give you the seven dollar version for five dollars right away, but they've only got eleven backers yeah, I believe at this um, point. But they they're, just they're fresh. They just barely launched like it's like to midnight right day. yeah yep yep. <laughs> um, but I, what what I wish was they at least you know had some kind of like a you know you've seen those chapstick holders and things or include something in one of their tiers as that. Because if you just give me a normal chat, like I still lose it. Uh, right, I'm not gonna you, lie, I still lose it. There's probably at least five of them around my house somewhere that I've just like lost or dropped or in the couch. Um, but you know, I I might be more a little bit more on for a little last on one, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, something. And they're they're <laughs> chat they're chat keepers out there. Like I love the keychain. For a long time, my wife had one of the keychain ones. You hook it on your keychain, and it has this little neoprene like sleeve to slide mm-hmm. the chapter. Yeah. It's always there. I always that one. I always knew where it was. Yeah, this is great. I love that it's a Utah product uh, project. I th- I think it's a a wonderful innovative idea, and that's something that is fun to see. And these, I mean, the whole reason why I love the Kickstarter and the crowdfunded scene is because you get these ideas where people are like, "What if?" and you just see if it flies. Um, Fifteen thousand seems pretty hefty, but I think the way they're going about, and, and I have to watch the video, but to stuff prizes in the bottom of a barrel, I think probably does take a little bit of doing. Hmm. Is it custom chap or are they just using um, like some? They they didn't say, but they said it's the most amazing lip balm you ever use. Oh, I wonder if they're partnering <laughs> with somebody. Interesting on there, and I mean it's it's great because you, you you see on their page, you know, so, sometimes like there there's like um, you still can help even if you don't use lip balm. Some people just don't use lip balm, but you can still contribute. Who Donate to the cause people? even if you don't use lip balm because this product is awesome. Share with your personal networks to bring back sanity to humanity when it comes to lip balms. I mean, I I love this little, you know, this kind of zing they have on it. Because, I mean, last week, the shit in my teeth got me excited about toothpicks. Yes, yes. This has they're me, doing very well. Yeah, this, this has me excited about lip balm. <laughs> I'm backing as we speak yeah. right now. Yeah. So for me, it's a back. I'm going in right now and getting my premium... I'm gonna have myself a prize pack, and I'm gonna. <laughs> We're, you should t- you should do a Kickcast rewind when you're done and tell us what the prize is. At the I will. I will let you know exactly what comes. Yeah. Out. I, this one's in for me. Yeah, for me it's a track just because I I, I just need a little bit more for my anti losing ability because I'd, I'd lose it. You want to really, see that? I would lose it, and then I would be angry at myself because I knew there was a prize at the bottom, and I'll never know what it was. So, somebody's gonna find it though. I mean, you, you, even if you lose it, somebody's going to use it. And eventually, after like 60 people have gone through the same chap, you you use <laughs> lost chap, right? If, if I find chap on the street, it's like, oh, freebie. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently I need to do that now. I've, I've been passing up these opportunities. Yes, these are opportunities that you've... Yeah. All right, okay, all right, Drew. So, you know, I, I guess we're kind of on this beauty streak right now. Um, yeah, chapstick and, and face sticks. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know about you, but sink space has always been 
a, a, a valuable thing, right? Uh, it takes a valuable real estate, especially, yeah, especially with you, with, with all these girls, <sighs> and, and they're not old enough yet to. Oh, but every yeah, one of yeah. them wants makeup for Christmas. Every one of them, seven, five, three year old. I just want makeup, Dad. No, not in my house. No makeup. <laughs> no makeup. No boys. No, no boys. Yeah, that's exactly right. So it, it is a sink space is a premium. So the next project that we're going to talk about actually kind of speaks to me in a way because not because I have all these girls, but I'm sure that's eventually to come up. But this project, I thought of my wife first and foremost as I looked at this one. This is called the palette. Much like the palette that you use when you paint a picture, but it's the palette, P-A-L-I-T. It's a portable beauty workspace. It nests over your pedestal sink, kind of creates space in your daily beauty ritual. And so you can see there that that it's just this wonderfully like crafted bamboo that slides right over your sink, butts up against the the, the hardware part so that you can cover the the cavity of the of the sink. I have a I have a smaller house. Um, I've been in even smaller houses, but much like that that picture there that you're looking at, that's where my that's what my bathroom looks like. It's very small. I have a little bit of sink sp- counter space on the sides, but that is where everything that um, there's a what is it? There's a uh, a water a water flosser there, and the um, flat iron is always there. Brushes are always there, and about three or four, maybe five different bottles of spray things are always on the side of the sink. So the palette solves that problem because you get to use the sink space. You put this thing, slide it over the top of your sink, and now you you can place all of your makeup things. Now, me, I'm a guy. When I get up in the morning and I get ready for for school, wherever else, you know, get up in the afternoon if I'm getting ready for anything else. In the afternoon, <laughs> yeah, oh, you, today you I showed at twelve thirty, and I was like, mm, "This is nice." Such a troubled life, Drew. <laughs> but um, I just, you know, I brush my teeth and shave, and I'm done. My my wife gets ready in the morning, and so she has the like the arsenal that's hitting under the sink, and there's a little like uh, stand above her bathroom that she has a bunch of stuff just all over the place. But it all ends up on those tiny little edges of the sink, uh, and, it, and it crowds, and she's constantly knocking things off with one, you know, one cord or another. In fact, I think just this morning she was doing the girl's hair, and she moved something over and knocked over three bottles. So as I looked at this project, I was like, this, this makes a lot of sense. You can cover up that sink hole space because you're not usually using the water intensely at that time, and you can still access it you know, easy enough by pulling back and getting some water. But you have space to put all of your makeup. They have little holes in there that you can kind of, you know, stand up your your makeup things that you need or brushes or not. So it's beautiful. It's very well designed. It's very it's very good looking. They even have this kind of um, silicone well on the side that, that holds your hot things. Um, lots and lots of good in this in this project. Lots and lots of good. I will give you that. Uh, any you want to pipe in before I go through my through my sadness, like the things that don't love that I don't love about it? Yeah. So you, do you do you want to know a secret about how spoiled I am, being an only <laughs> child in my family? You you already have uh, one of these before they even made it. No. So um, apparently my bathroom that I use for myself, I have like an extended sink. Like you could actually put two sinks into it, but there's only one sink. So oh, I have all this so extra have- space. Um, have double space but so so i never experienced this lack until i actually went to um other people's houses like my uncle has a sink like this too and i'm like how do you keep anything on air it's like <laughs> ridiculous so i actually like this idea um on there for, for for me it wouldn't be that much of a use but i do like how, how they approach it um 
and it, it to me it uh, one thing is keeps the electronics out of the sink because yeah. you know your sink's not always dry and getting shocked is not a fun thing. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say that right now. Words the wise. Get, getting shocked is not a fun thing. So I actually like this idea on there. Um, but like I didn't look at. I, I mean, it looks really nice too. It, it's um, it's bamboo. It's it's sustainable. Like it's really fresh. It's made in America. I mean, it's almost it's almost overly overly nice for what it's doing but i'll get yeah. i'll get to that in a minute yeah. I just... and, and i like how they planned for the for the future too where they're trying to get a plastic version of it too also for, yeah you know people who like plastic and 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 they mentioned this uh, and I, i'm still trying to figure out why okay, so there's a couple of questions that i have obviously and i'm sure they they have answers uh bamboo makes it lightweight makes it antimicrobial it has a lot of you know that you can hang it on your door when you're done with it so you can get to your sink when you need it um, all of the silicone well oh, there's a lot of things to it but i've got a couple of questions when i when i get to this and and part of it is like you mentioned that the plastic version is is something i'm like ooh why don't we come out with that first that should be a lower tier because if you look at the tiers you have to pledge 175 dollars to get the pallet that is an extreme i mean it's just not the world i'm living in 175 dollars for something that i can make out of cardboard well, I, I, I think I think bamboo is a little bit easier to make this because when you're doing plastic, you got to make your own injection mold, and that and that, and that are, makes those, sense. Those are, those aren't cheap, and then you also have a minimum because you've made your own because you've injection made your mold. mold. That's true. But, <laughs> but here, the bamboo at 175 bucks, I'm hoping that they're like hiring some like imported they're, Tibetan they're, monk or somebody. They're, they're to, made in the U.S. of A. Yeah, right, but. Um, this has got to be like handcrafted. I don't know. This is it's just I, crazy I, I, expensive. I actually think they are. <laughs> Looking at it right now, um, maybe that's why they don't really plan on selling that many. Although their their pledge level, they're looking for fifteen grand to get this done. Um, so there's a couple of flags for me, and I, it's a new it's a new project. But you and I talk about having traction, getting things going. But for a new project yeah. to only have two backers at this point, ninety dollars, it's like if that's all you're going to pull in on the first day, then I wonder what kind of pre-run up they had and that combined with this uh, graphic that they have here where they list almost a dozen or more shops online that it's been featured on how do, i mean did, did you see that i mean that's yeah, just um, it's a, it's uh, a head uh, scratcher so my my guess is that these are handmade i mean that's why etsy is on here yeah yeah them. so I these are pro- etsy, these are etsy. these are probably handmade on there um and i think this project just launched today <laughs> on there for, for one you're thing. right yeah. benefit of the doubt that's true but um, i still feel like at this point had they done a lot of you know prep work and they really got these things on all those sites that they're listing there could have should have been a little bit more of a a, a run-up right a traction mm-hmm. that just says okay everybody it's going live on the ninth i want everybody to just jump on and you know, back where you can. So uh, there's a disconnect here. So I'm a little concerned. I will, I, I'll track this and I'll watch it go because I want to see um, when and if that oomph comes from all these places that they claim to be. So for me, this this is a track. I love the idea. I think it's really simple. I think it could have been done on a lower, you know, a lower scale for like you know, just economically. But they may just be trying to you know hit a, a, a top tier that I'm not living in. Apparently, I don't know. Yeah, for me, it's a track partially because. I don't need that much counter space. <laughs> you have plenty. <laughs> I mean, no, you're not sharing. It, and you know, even even if I didn't have that counter space, let's be honest, it's like 
my razor is pretty much all I need on there and a toothbrush <laughs> on there. So, and I don't have a lady friend who suffers from this right now. But if you know, if you do have a lady friend that may you know suffer from lack of space counterness on there, that's a word, right? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there. I, I mean, that's it's a good idea. So I'm I'm putting a track. If they get close, you know, I I'm, I might help them push it over because it's pretty. I I would hope that I'd almost say I'm tracking until and if they get to a stretch goal where there's some sort of offer of that plastic one, like a promise of like, yes, we'll be doing the plastic because we got this far. Um, Until then I'm making, I'm, I'm making a cardboard version. Thank you very much for the idea. I just, I just, I'm not, maybe, maybe like the more money you make, the smaller your bathroom gets, and that's why they're aiming for like hmm. that. I don't know. So that's why you have a small bathroom. Okay. Yes, because I'm okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know the answer. I know teachers are rolling in the dough. Yes. <laughs> All right. So our last project of the night, Drew, is actually sent in by the project creator. So remember, you guys can always send in your projects. Yes, we'll, we we'll, love. We'll, to, we'll give you to. all the contact information right after yep. this. Um, so Marcus Rocco, um, Marcus, if I said your last name wrong, I apologize. Now I barely can say my name right. It's um, true. Honor. It's true. Yeah. And what Marcus wants to do is go to the moon. Bam. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't really want to go to the moon, but that's the name of his children's book that he's putting together. So it's a fifty-two page children's book, which is actually pretty long. If you, that's hefty if you for think about kids, it. Yeah. Uh, My kid said, "Let's read. Let's read this tonight." I'd be like, "You get twenty-five pages, and then it's bedtime." Yeah. yeah. So he he's actually making it black and white, short novel style, and he's writing, illustrating, editing, pretty much doing all of this book stuff together. Um, One man band. Yeah. Nice. And nice. The, the story is, I, I I connect to the story. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. Is um. It's a story about Jackie, an over-anxious, cra- crazy imaginative second grader. My mind oh. is still in the second grade. Yeah, uh, yeah. So <laughs> that is super ambitious with plans to go to the moon um, on there. And th- that's what the story is about. And, and I, I mean, it's, mm. it's like my life story, dude. I, I honestly think this is like a bibliography for me. You just have to replace the moon for running his own podcast network <laughs> and it's pretty much the same it's, it's, <laughs> this is the dream i have and i'm gonna do it crazy or not yeah and I, I i love the whole idea of it and what was nice though is he sent it in so i asked him some questions no i asked him some hard-hitting questions on that right because um, I mean, we like to see the back end of this we like to yeah. see what people are thinking how far they got we also like to know where they found us so yeah i'd love to hear yeah. his answers so so one of the things i asked him is where did you come up with this idea i mean because this is an idea everybody has but he actually put it together onto the paper and, you know, formed it together. Every time I read a kid's book to my kids, I go, what the hell? I could have done this. Yeah. And so well, not the drawing part, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is what he says is he was looking through other children's books to purchase for his own reading. Um, because you know, it, it, he, he likes seeing what other people do cause he's a cartoonist for mm-hmm. a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so he's looking through and he, he's like, well, these stories are good. All of them teach some kind of lesson and stuff, but where are the ones that are just, you know, for fun, you know, help to help your kid's imagination just go, you know, because right. we've got enough of the morals. Give me some creativity. You know, just, fun. you know, something where you can just let your mind wander a little bit. Because, I, I mean, I know there I, I know there's an importance of, you know, making sure your kids not read and everything, but sometimes they just got to be kids and have a little bit of fun. Right. No, I totally agree. Totally um, agree. on that. And so he's like going to the moon. That just sounds like every kid's dream right there you look outside every night you see it there and who wouldn't want to say i want to go yeah. visit there 
Yeah. Um, and so, so what what happened was, um, he actually started putting this, these together for over a year, um, and then what happened? He lost the sketchbook with all his information in it. Oh, really? <laughs> like I was like, oh, whoa. Oh, really? <laughs> On that, um, and then, but then he remembered something, um that or somebody that or he he said he either made this up or somebody had told him previously that um if you close your story and don't look at it for a couple of days and you just take out take the parts that you remember and cut everything else out it will help you make a more memorable book on there. so 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 if you've written something yeah, so if you've written something created it don't look at it for a couple of days and then Try, try to and rewrite, re- rewrite it again with just, just what you stuff remember. you remembered, and it will make a more memorable book on there. Um, that's a really interesting and, idea. Yeah, so basically that's what he did since he had it on a sketchbook was he only took the parts he remembered on it. Um, and so that, you know, that, w- that was kind of interesting. And what, what's even more interesting now is he, the tears he planned since he is, this is a, seriously a one-man shop. He was lucky to find a, um, a distributor or a publisher that had really low minimums on here. So that's why his uh, goal is only $550 on there. Um, that's, wow. Yeah. I'd like to know where he found this. Yeah, so he, he's actually planning to make sure he has extra reward and stuff um, just in case. And then right, he based right. all his shipping costs on flat rates, so he wouldn't run into any issues. Surprising that. So issues. That yeah. is a smart thing, you know. If you guys are planning a project and you don't have it, go the flat rate route. It may sound like it's a little bit more expensive, but it may save your uh, save, right. save you in the end. Well, remember, I don't know the, did it ever get up the interview we did with Frank Bador? Uh, um, no, I need to put that up. <laughs> I'll get that so up. the one from Comic Con <laughs> from like months yes. ago, the one that we said, "Hey, Frank, this will be up on Tuesday." Yeah. Um, <laughs> But remember, he talked about that because he promised not, not he promised to write a whole book as one of the pledge levels on top of delivering the the graphic novel that he was doing. And he told us he said that part of the thing that's going to screw him is because he's you know he missed his mark. He was going to have to pay double shipping on everything. And so when I got my when I got my book today, no, yesterday. Oh, you I, got yours already. I'm still waiting for mine. I got I got the. Um, the graphic novel part, because I'm not sure if he's quite finished with the actual novel. But yeah, it was. Um, I'm trying to think. It was. It was like four and a half bucks or something to ship that. So like, yes, flat rate would be would probably work out better for most people. So, so uh, I mean, like, I second it. Yeah, and so you know, so that was some. I, I you know I love this behind the scene information, and also any of you guys who discovers through the podcast app. Good on you, and thanks for finding us through that. Yes, yes. Um, on there. So, I don't know, Drew, uh, did you get a chance to look at the, kind of the story, and what do you think about it? I liked it. I think it's fun. I think, and I have, I've had one similar that was um, a Weird Al Yankovic story that kind of sounds like this, where basically he talks about what he wants to be when he grows up, but it is one of those just just be creative. Go ahead and just think, think about fun things. Um, and so what I loved in his video here, uh, Marcus, like, he just basically says, Here's, here, I'm on my band, this is what I want to do, and I'm going to do it, and let me read a little bit of the book to you. And then for like a minute, he reads part of the book, and you see some of the animatic, you know, or he's kind of just doing a pan and scan on the on the sketches. I I think it's fantastic. I'm really um, blown away that he's only looking at that 550 goal, but at the same time, if you think about it, here's a personal life goal of his that he wants to get this done. He sets that bar low enough that it gets covered and done. Uh 
and then you know, and then he kind of moves forward from there because once he has that published and has that that chain in route, he can kind of continue to maybe even publish on demand and send them out as they go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and along with that, he's also doing everything right because he's in the middle of a campaign, still reaching out to people, sending things to us to other people, and saying, "Hey, I just want you to know I'm doing this because that's that's what you got to do. You yeah. gotta continue to to hunt for." The backers. So for me, this is this is a back for me. And yeah, and I think part of the reason he put it so low though is because on one of the questions I asked him, and he's like, uh, you know, um, he's always been interested in crowdfunding because he gets the sense that you're being part of the project uh-huh. on there. Uh-huh. So um, he, you know, that that's why he. I, I think that he, why he put it part a, a little lower too is because he wants everybody to feel that they can be included on this. Um, and like, I'm gonna back this project. He's so close to four hundred seventy-one dollars right now, out of five hundred fifty. Yes, so and that's that's what we talk about pushing him over the edge. So I'll be I'll be backing this yeah. one for sure. This one's a back. I mean, I I love the art style. This is the art style you expect to see in a kids' book. I mean, yeah, it's I'm, fun. I'm you know it's kind of like this more sketchy kind of feel to it on there, and but you you the the way he draws his characters and stuff, you can feel mm-hmm. you feel the emotion by looking at it, which is it's mm-hmm. really hard to describe, but. You you can see how you know energized, um, this kid is and how kinetic, right? It yeah. kind of feels like yeah. wow. I mean, and I, I love it, and I and I can't believe that that uh, again for a hardback or for a for a book. I'm not positive it's hardback, but just for a physical copy of the book, fifteen dollars is a pretty low low amount for any book. Um, so yes, yeah, so I would like to know where he's found this publisher because he's kind of this is this is uh, low. This is low. Mm-hmm. 50, so I'm going to back this. And uh, read it to my kids in two night versions, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but I think this one will be kind of fun because because they'll they'll want to read it themselves. Yeah, I, I'm gonna back it and read it to myself. <laughs> you can read it to my kids if you want. One night, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be like Drew, put up the iPad while I'm Skype, and I'm like, all right, kids, turn the page. Skype it in tonight, it's, and then I'll get to work earlier so that you can. <laughs> Uncle KT's gonna read you to bed. <laughs> I have one that will not go to bed unless she has a story. Period. Like it could be, it could be midnight, and we're just getting home from somewhere. She has to have a story, or she will not go to bed. Good thing she has parents who are great at telling stories. Uh, I love yeah. it. In fact, one is, I'd always say, "All right, this tonight, I'm just going to tell you a story from my mouth." And so they'd always ask her that when they were younger. Daddy, tell us a story from your mouth. So I just make crap up. I wrote some good. I wrote some yeah. good stories. I should have Marcus illustrate them for me because I wrote yeah. some good stories, <laughs> good stories on there. in my mouth. That's great. Um, and that, Drew, where does time go? That is another episode of the Kickcast. That was our that was last a, project of the night. That was a hefty um, episode, yeah. though. We did all right. Yeah, and like like I said, if you run your own project or you have a cool project and you want to let us know about it, there's a high chance we'll feature it on the show. Um, just send us an email, kickcast at ktdata.net on there, or, or send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash kickcast, or on Twitter, at kickcast for the show, or at night20 for Drew, or at ktdata for me. Either way, we'll get it. On there yes. or on Google Plus at plus.kickcast.net. Do it. To talk so to us. I mean, there's multiple ways you can get in contact with us. But, yes. you know, we're, we're friendly. We are we are nice. We we do talk back. I'll yeah. throw out a couple of plugs as we wrap up here. Um, two projects that are ending pretty quickly. One is Vanishing Inc. We had Scott Weiser on. He's got like less than a day left. So if you're listening to this live or if you grab it soon, uh, grab grab a copy of Vanishing Inc. And the other is I backed Carly- it. You did, yeah. See, good, good. Everybody else do the same. And the other is Carly McKinnon. Hers is back that one too. A couple of days, <laughs> and she's really close. She's she so close. she seemed like she stagnated there at about halfway point and wasn't going to get there. 
But uh, looking at it again today, uh, as I've been following it, it's it's she's within a grand of, of finishing this album and getting it done. So, yeah, those are two that I'd say totally check into and, and grab in the next couple of days. I mean, go go help Carly. She 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 performed she was a great live. To us. Yeah, I mean, she was that a great. Was awesome. Yeah. I mean, where else are you going to get that? So yeah, I mean, I'm excited and I really want to get an album from her. You know, yeah, and a, so. and a personal song. Yeah. yeah. Her, I'm gonna I'm gonna write, get a personal song and then have her write it about you. Thank you. Me. That would be so great. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so great. I'm all on board. Who, who wouldn't want to see that? Um, so yeah, and of course, um, even if you do send your projects in, you know, you all of you guys know we record every two yep. weeks yep. on there. So our next episode is going to be December. Is that oh. Christmas? <laughs> so about that about that drew may not be here i may not be here i may well i might be able to pull it off i'll be in anaheim yeah our, our next episode 21st is, right is, is uh 23rd 23rd <laughs> yes so. i i'll be in anaheim as a surprise for the kids Shh. Shh. it's costing me an arm and a leg to give these damn kids a great experience what, what a magical parent. what a parent um, so yeah, December twenty third. Um, you, yeah, you let me know. Maybe we can work something out. I'll just Facetime in for a segment or something. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll try that, and maybe okay. I'll try to steal a host from the little big cast <gasps> or something. You could that would work too. I bet if you threw a little a little estrogen in this show, you'd probably have double the views. Yeah. Get, get get Robin or Rachel in here. Yeah, it's a good call. It's a good call. Yeah. Or maybe I can convince cousin Jane. I'll, <gasps> I'll try to get. I'll try to get somebody in here. She's, she's, she comes with an audience. So that's yeah. good. That's solid. <laughs> so um, you guys will find out who's going to be on this next episode, if it's going to be Drew or wearing a Drew mask. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you won't know. So make sure you guys come. Thank you, everybody, in the chat room. You can always watch it live, live.kickcast.net. Even if it's not a day we're recording, come by on Tuesday. There's something recording usually on that day mm-hmm. on there, and you'll have, you'll have fun, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you a virtual hug there. Um oh. Drew, thank you for you know. I, I mean, I know it's 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 almost it's almost crunch time for you, so I I always appreciate it, man. Yeah, but I'm still playing video games every night. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not playing Destiny. No, I'm totally I'm totally shirking all of my duties. Ah, you got to play Destiny. I know. I really I do. I do. <laughs> all right, guys. We will see you in two weeks. Bye. Good night. Good night. <laughs>